don't work always, don't you? No. Some people just got to work. And some that have been caught up with COVID people being around, so they're being precautionary measures to hang out at their house for a little bit. It's not that they have it, it's just they've been around it and they just don't want to. They're being courteous to other people around them. So uh, Martine was not feeling good, but it wasn't COVID. She was sick, and so was Sylvia. Um, so uh, they had their service at home. And just keep them in your prayers. They do a lot. But prayer request still goes on um, Tuesday. I still take time out to pray for the ones that fill out these sheets for me. And I pray for them on Tuesday night in my own house. So please pray for me, too, because it's pretty much been crazy a week. It's difficult. So let's go ahead. It's your breath. 
for this is the time we uh, do praise and prayer. Um, like, the, if you look at your bulletin, if you got any prayer requests, please write them on there and put them in this box over here. I will definitely um, pray for them on Tuesday night, even though I'm not online. I take the time out on Tuesday to pray for people and to pray for um, the request that's been known. You know, it's, it's, I've got a stack like this in my office that I use. So please write on out. It's important that we pray for each other. It's important that we pray for families, friends, and those who are lost. Very important that we do that. So, um, this next song we're going to do is Build My Life. And uh, during this time, you could go ahead and do your tithes and offering, or even just meditate on this song here. So, go ahead, Austin.
to the woman, have God indeed said, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden. Now, see, when, when you read and when you get into people's lives, they use scripture out of context. 
And we have to be careful with that because it, it affects our ability to think, it affects our ability to make decisions in life, and it affects the ability of our marriage, it affects the ability of how we treat our kids, it affects the ability for all of us to continue in this world. Because he says, uh, you shall not eat of every tree of garden. That's not what God said. Now, mom and dad. Uh, daddy says, I could do this. And you go to mom, you say, you know what? Daddy said I could do this, but that's not what daddy told me. But they twist what daddy tells you to mommy. Oh, mommy says, okay, if daddy told you, that's fine. But, you know, that's, how ha that's what happens, you know. It's play mom and dad's ability here. And uh, this is what's happening here. God said you only do not eat one from one tree. And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree, which is the midst of the garden, God said, you shall not eat, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Then the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die. For God knows that if in the days you eat of it, your eyes will be open and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for the food and it was pleasant to the eye and the tree desirable to make one wise, she took the fruit and ate it. Mm. The devil got to her through the twisting of God's word. Uh, Eve knew what God said. But beauty played a part in this. The eyes, the taste, all this, the pleasantry, everything. You know, that's what got her. And as we come up to the new year, 2021, there's going to be things that are pretty, that's gorgeous, wants to you know, take you by, even commercials. I have a sister-in-law who mutes commercials when she's watching TV, and it's very annoying. But I see her point sometimes, because these commercials advertise, like, these things, like, wow, this is really neat. And I always heard this phrase, if it's too good to be true, don't do it. And I fell for something like this one. This past year, it cost us about 140 bucks. They advertise these big screens. So I said, wow, those look good. You know, let's see what one looks like. So I ordered it. Came in, it's just a sheet that you hang up on a wall. So it could happen. It happened to me. It could happen to anyone. You know, advertising is the key of buying the product that you want to buy. Here... The product was that tree. Here, Satan used words to buy to bite into that fruit, and from that point on, their whole lives changed. See, some of the temptations we fall into this year and next year is determined the way things are going to happen, and there's a way to avoid all that. Look into the scripture. Start looking for a Bible that you can understand and read and start reading through scripture through the year. And we'll keep your mind occupied. So you won't have time. 
And here's the, re here's the um, repercussions, what Eve and Adam did. See, when you fall into temptation, it affects the spouse, like it did here. So she ate the fruit and gave it to her husband. The husband took it knowing that that's, that's not what's supposed to happen. husband ate it, and the eyes of both of them were open, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves coverings. I was watching um, a show last night. This uh, guy gambling, was gambling, and he owed a quarter of a million dollars to someone. And when he was gambling this money, it affected his thoughts, affected his actions. And the temptation of gambling all the time got him into trouble. He was willing to kill for it. Well, now here's the mistake they did here. The relationship was broken off from God. See, your temptations and your fallen temptations can break that relationship you have with God. You've you got to think about that. And when this new year comes along, there's going to be temptation. There's going to be things that's going to entice you to do stuff and you know is not right. But because they present it such a, a wonderful direction, it may, you may fall into the temptation. You know? Now let's go to Luke chapter 4. We have another story of a temptation. And this is the process we should go. Satan tempts Jesus. Well, Jesus and God made Satan, that's going to be impossible. In verse 1, chapter 4 of Luke, then Jesus being filled with the Holy Spirit, see, filled with the Holy Spirit, that's the key of stop being temptation. Jesus knew that he was filled with the Holy Spirit, and it was a safeguard for him to stop Satan from doing what he did, is what is he going to do here? See, when we are filled with the Holy Spirit, it will most unlikely we fall in temptation. He returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit. He was led by the Spirit. If we are led by the Spirit, it will stop a lot of going on in our lives. He was led into the, by the Spirit into the wilderness, being tempted for 40 days by the devil. See, uh, my notes here that the three temptations that we're going to speak of match the sequence of temptations experienced by Israel in the wilderness. The provisions of manna, Exodus 16, the testing of Messiah, Exodus 4, 17, and the worship of the golden calf, 
Esther 32. Where Israel fell, Jesus succeeded. This scene also reveals as both human and divine. Sometimes believers think that the encountering difficult circumstances mean they have somehow missed God's will. But the Spirit of God may lead the faithful into the wilderness just as Jesus was. James chapter 1, verse 2 and 3. When God led Israel into the wilderness in Exodus, he did so to test the nation. They failed miserable. Deuteronomy 8, 2 through 4. Jesus, however, not only passed the wilderness test, but he succeeds successfully thwarted the devil temptation. Now, here are some of the, the rest of the story. Now, he was fasting. And devil says, you know what? If you are the son of God, Jesus, you're the son of God. He ate and Command this stone to become bread. And Jesus says, hmm. It is written that man should not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. So it's important when you start the 2021 out in the word of God. It's very important. Because the word of God will give you guidance, will give you direction, give you how to... Uh, do things. You don't have to go to the pastor. Because if you read the word of God, you know what God wants you to do. You, you don't need the pastor. You don't need the deacon. You don't need the deaconess. You have the word of God to tell you what you need to do for 2021. Because man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. Every word, every word that was written here. And then the devil takes him up to the high mountains and show him all the kingdoms of the world in the moments of time. And the devil said to him, all this authority I will give you and their glory, for this has been delivered to me and I give it, it to whomever I wish. Therefore, it will, you will worship before me, all will be yours. Now, we go back to the Old Testament again. Job. God and devil is having a conversation. God told the Satan that, hey, you can't mess with Job only to do what you need to do, but you can't kill him. The devil couldn't do anything without God's permission. The devil didn't have the authority to do this. He didn't have the authority to do this also. And Jesus says to him, Get behind me, Satan. For it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God, and him only you shall serve. Only God you shall serve. You should worship to God. You should come to church. You should During the week, you might want to throw on a church service. There's lots of them out there, you know, and they're pretty good services. Worship the Lord during the week, music. You've got Caleb, you got uh, 
other worship services or music online. I listen to iHeart. I flip it on, the Ameri- on a Christian station, and I listen to Christian music without having the commercial. So there's plenty of avenues where you could worship through the Lord, through the music, through the Word of God. There's podcasts out there. There's all kinds of avenues that you could use to worship the Lord until Sunday morning or Sunday evening. Then you come to the house of the Lord and worship. Then he brought him to Jerusalem, set him on pinnacle of the temple, and said to him, if you are the son of God, there's that phrase again, son of God, the devil knew he was God. His, his demons know that Christ is God. We have a picture of it when Jesus was throwing the demon out of the pig. And he says, for it is written. Guess what? You guys get what's happening here? Christ is using scripture to beat the devil down. I know it's hard to memorize scripture. It might help to memorize one or two. That might help you during the week. Or carry a little pocket Bible that you can pull out during the week. Or your phone has plenty of apps. And Jesus says here, For he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you, and in their hands they shall bear bear, uh, you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. And Jesus answered and said to him, The Lord your God. You shouldn't tempt God. You shouldn't. It's here. Jesus said so. Twice Jesus invaded temptation by quoting scripture. Then Satan quoted scripture too. It is written, hoping to manipulate Jesus into sinning. Once again, Satan urged Jesus to depart from total dependency on God, only this time by presuming on his relationship with God. relationship. Where is your relationship today with God? Is it going to be easy for the Satan to pull you away from that relationship? Or is it hard for Satan to break that relationship with you and God? A death. A, um, a divorce. A financial hardship. Is that going to break your relationship with God? I hope not. They think it's God's fault when things happen. Well, God is the one that repairs this stuff. But he's not going to repair it if you fall away from the Satan's destruction or distraction. He repairs it because he knows your path. And again, I watched the show. This young man had a path to follow. But he was being distracted by a pregnant teenager. He was distracted by divorced parents. He was distracted because he wanted to go to uh, a college in Tennessee that he was working so hard for. But God knew his heart. 
he eventually got to go to the college he wanted because he followed the path that God wanted him to follow. He took the responsibility of the errors that was made. And God blessed that time. Do not tempt the Lord your God. Use scripture to fight. I heard uh, the armor of God. I hear that so much in the last few months. I don't think nobody's using the armor of God. Because if they were, I think their life would be a lot different than what they're showing. And it ends in on 13. Now, when the devil had ended every temptation, every temptation, he departed from him until an opportune time. He wasn't going to give up. He was not going to give up to tempt Jesus. He wasn't going to give up and ruin Jesus to deny who Jesus was. He's not going to give up on you guys to deny you from Jesus. He's not going to give up on you with your relationship with God. He's not going to give up to have your marriage get broken. He's not going to give up so you can disown your kids. He's not going to give up to ruin your life. But the only thing that's going to stop that is with the relationship of Jesus Christ. Satan does not tempt God's people indiscriminately. He looks for opportune times, occasions when the children are weakened and prone to giving in. Wise believers learn to recognize the kind of situation that makes them more susceptible to temptation. Let's have a word of prayer. Father, we do thank you for your love. We thank you for who you are. And we are blessed to know that we can come to you when we are having problems in life. We are blessed for your love. Allow us to love you back. Allow us to love you during worst times of our lives. Father, I just thank you for everything you've given us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's stand for the next song. This is I contribute to Caleb. Cause the God I serve knows only how to triumph My God will never fail Oh my God will never fail I'm gonna see a victory I'm gonna see a victory For the battle belongs to
21, that you see a lot of victories for us as we obey your commands and your, obey your uh, word, the blessings will come. Father, we do thank you for the sea of victories that you've already given us this year. And we want more coming this new year. I pray for each one that's here that they will have a, a good year, good marriage, good financial, and Lord, first, most of all, a good relationship with you and that everything else will follow in its path. And I thank you for our pastors this past year, and I pray that you will bless them coming this year and give them the words to speak to their congregation. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.